went to bed early, she said. May I stay up much too late? I slept in this morning, she said. May I walk with a headache? Oh, with a headache, yeah. yeah. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, oh. Oh. Stop. Brendan with the hey, oh, really? Already peaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So tonight we're back at Allie's. We have, as you can hear, obviously, because Ben Cannon likes to talk over everybody. What? Uh, he's back on. <laughs> ben Cannon just likes to talk, <laughs> period. It's true. He, he, he's really happy he has headphones so he can <laughs> hear himself talk. No, I, I, I will <laughs> give I love my voice. <laughs> we, so all, we all love Ben Cannon, and it's glad to have him back. And I'm, I'm going to give him a compliment because... He was very respectful. He was on our last show, and I can't believe how much you didn't talk. I, well, it's her. I wasn't going to interrupt. It was all about <laughs> Holly last show. And Holly, I'm glad Holly Joy is back with us again from New Holland. I am. Howdy, Holly. How Hello. you doing? It's great to have you back, and she's got some more beer for us, which is fantastic. This is totally different than Indian Tune, though. Like, Indian Tune, we all just talk over each other. And yeah. <laughs> usually the person that's our guest is like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are polite. <laughs> when I like you. when I go do the uh, like radio free indie or any of the other ones, I try to you know stay in my place. It's different than just me and Darren. you do. Yeah. I mean, really and truly, yeah. I think this is the first time uh, being on a show with you that I actually got to know Ben Cannon. <laughs> you don't know me. No. Yeah. <laughs> let's just go I ahead and be you. honest now, about it. Well, let's be honest. I know you inside and out. <laughs> but Mostly don't we inside. all? <laughs> And everyone starts crying. Yeah, this is fun. This is nice. Good podcast. All right. Most shows, most shows, I'd say Darren takes over quite a bit for you, and uh, I think I think I get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, we don't do that here. No, no, no. You Darren, actually well, take the back burner to with, the show. With Darren's show, he does. He takes, but that's his show. Like when I do locals or genre, I tend to take the front, row and he kind of. Oh. So we. That's a show I don't listen to. No, it's horrible. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> but, oh wait! Uh, <laughs> it's a great show. No, it's one of those things I've learned, and I've show. only been doing radio or even podcasting for a little while. But I love it. It's just learning where your place is, and you know how to kind of interject when you should interject, or you know when all of you guys stop talking, somebody <laughs> you know uh, saying something. So. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, we have a big group of guys. Obviously, there's there you know usually three at least three or four of us. We have guests on. It is difficult yeah. to get that to get that down and to not talk over everybody. But it's fun. I'll try. Is, uh, fun editing. I can edit out the crickets in the silence. You'll never know what happened. Or add in <laughs> crickets when needed. Oh, it's amazing. Me, me and Snyder will do shows, and I'm like, how did that show turn out that good? It wasn't that good. He's like, editing. <laughs> like, so people hear our show, and they're like, oh, this is a really good show. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, really? It was horrible. <laughs> uh, but of course, Ben, you're, he's with Spark Joy Music, which is a the new record label in town. Mm-hmm. You've been doing not just what sparked you, but you, you've been doing a lot for the music community and in, in indie for a long time. So it's very cool to be a, a part of it and be able to push Spark, spark Joy because yeah. it's another cool label. So. Thank you. So where, where did the name Spark Joy come from? Because I, I mean, you probably could have picked a better name. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Uh, <laughs> I, I spent about two weeks struggling over that, buddy. Some of the names I came up with, people were like, dude, no. <laughs> no. That is horrible. Nobody wants to listen to Bren, Brendan Douglas music. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because I, um, you know, I, I really struggled with the name has to be something that one kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit, but two is memorable, and then three encompasses everything you want to do. 
that's my biggest struggle. I want to do anything and everything I can do to help people and inspire people. And nice. so to, and to encompass all of that, that's it's almost impossible. But Spark Joy is it actually it's a um, there's a great book out called Spark Joy, and it's a Japanese term for um, setting standards, achieving goals, um, so on and so forth. So when I saw that and I kind of read through the book, I was like, oh, this is everything I kind of wanted to do with musicians moving forward yeah. after Shine Indie, and um, so it just kind of worked real well, and we just rolled with it. And so Kabu was telling me about that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a really it's, good book. It's, oh, Spock Joy. Spock Joy. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't do it with an I. Ours is with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get sued. <laughs> no one made the connect- connection till now. And, <laughs> and I get sued. And I've, t- I've told the story a few times, but. <laughs> Just not on Nobody seems to listen yeah. to anything. So. <laughs> right. But Spark Joy obviously is very young. It is. You are not. But Spark Joy is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Shots. Wait. Is, <laughs> so is this a show about Ben Cannon or is this the roast of Ben Cannon? It's true. Every show it's is the every, roast every of Ben tr- Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Holly, you can jump right in. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. You just met me, but it's fine. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> I've been holding back. Yeah, I'm here for your enjoyment. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much any show with Ben Cannon. <laughs> But tell us a little bit about some of the exciting stuff in Spark Joy, yeah. the early on stuff so far right now. Yeah, we um, when Shine closed in January, respectively, to everybody that supported it and was part of it, Spark Joy was kind of the aftermath. It was kind of the growth. Uh, we started doing bigger things with larger companies, r- regionals, nationals. I'm not just working with locals now. Right. But the idea was is still to keep a community base but to put locals in front of nationals on the same stages, you know, not a side stage or not three hours before the national hits, literally same stage, 15 minute turnovers, you know? Um, and, and that was kind of the big thing is I wanted to keep pushing that envelope, but I couldn't do it under the old brand new business model, respectively, in my opinion. So closing shine was a thank you to everybody for the eight years that we did it. And starting spark joy was, you know, kind of that, uh, here we go. Let's try something even bigger and better. Right. Let's see what else we can do. Let's really challenge not only our community, but let's challenge the musicians to really think even further outside the box and see what we can accomplish. We had Ben of Flint, uh, Flint, Michigan, as you know, yep. um, the uh, water crisis that happened. Now, it had been announced, I think, a year prior, but it, for some reason, caught a lot of wind last December, January. Right, right. Um, it had already been known in Michigan for over a year, but for some reason, media took to it like fire water right and um so we decided to do a big thing called beneflint uh with me uh some of the guys well actually kyle perkin came up with the idea uh pat roberts brought it to the table and then brought me in to help kind of orchestrate it because uh, events is kind of what i specialize in. i put on album release parties i do big charity events um, orchestrating those things so we did beneflint and it was amazing um we you had did that quickly <laughs> very very quickly. i mean i it was to exhausting. say the least. That, that was yeah, and, my, and it was a huge success. It was amazing. It was a great event. Thank you. you know, well, and it's a testament to everybody that jumped on board right. and was supportive of the entire community. It wouldn't have happened without the musicians, right. the orchestrators, the volunteers. Right. But I, I was looking forward to like having a couple months to relax before we launched Spark Joy. And then it was just kind of <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> um, but to me, that was a that was a good that was a good point for Spark Joy though, because before I even announced it, being a part of Beneflint orchestrating the two stages with my good friend Nick Wingler on sound, um, you know, all the guys from Viseria, uh, of course, the Fountain Square Brewery, who deserves a ton of credit for letting us host it there. Oh, yeah. um, to everybody that came out, uh, to um, Caitlin um, and to um, Sonny and everybody that orchestrated, like, the um, 
uh, what do you call it when you give stuff away and people bid on it? The auction. The, the auction. Yeah, yeah, it's not an auction. Thank you. Um, so all that stuff. Sorry, all that stuff was amazing. Let's see. So <laughs> I can't Ooh. focus on one thing. So all this stuff was really amazing, and we ended up raising. I want to say it was close to like fourteen thousand dollars in one day, plus fourteen thousand pounds of water. Now. Yeah. Penske was awesome, and they donated a truck for us to take stuff up. Oh, the big awesome. thing for yeah. me was like we do events like this all the time. We do charity events. We give. We try to get back to the community. That we we band together, quote unquote, to support and hope hopefully grow this community. But for for Beneflint, it was really important to me to take it one step further. You have the A, you have the B. A lot of places do that, and it's 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 condemnable. But I wanted to go one step. So the next day, we literally turned around after shutting down the festival. We got up early in the morning, went to Penske at 8 a.m., me and Kyle Percon of this area, and we got a Penske truck that was donated, and we drove everything up to Flint, Michigan that we could. Now, you're from wow. Michigan? No, or I'm not. I lived, lived there for a, while. Yeah. for a while. Yeah, okay. I opened, a, actually helped uh, with a renovation of a hotel and opening a couple bars up there in um, Grant, um, New Buffalo. Um, but anyways, so... <laughs> Uh, we, we went to get the truck, and we had to drive it over to Fountain Square Brewery. Now, you know how tight the roads are and how angled they are in Fountain Square? Oh, They're yeah. not easy to... No. So a 10,000-pound truck that I, I, for some reason, was in charge of driving, I accidentally popped the tire on the <laughs> on the backside at, like, 8.30 in the morning when we were going to load in all the water. No. <laughs> and it was donated, too. That was the worst part. <laughs> How do we pay for this? But they were double tired. That's how big this thing was. So luckily we could get all the way back to Penske. They fixed it. The guy was like, are you kidding me? You just left. I was like, listen, (laughs) those streets are insane. Like I even slowly tried to roll over the curb. And I could still feel it just drop just enough. <laughs> <It was like> <laughs> s- <laughs> so we went and got it fixed. They were amazing. Penske did just s- so kind to take care of me and Kyle and get and get all of it done. And we headed up. We drove all the way up to Flint, and uh, we were a little behind schedule because of my idiocy. Um, but we dr- <laughs> we donated. Uh, we were able to drive up the ten thousand pounds of water. Um, so there was about four to three left behind that we had to, had to have um, one of the donation centers take up for us. And we took all the money and everything up to the proceeds and got to hand out some water and meet some of the people up there. And mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, great. it was an exhausting, exhausting 48 hours, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. That's awesome. That's so, really, really yeah. cool. So that was kind of the beginning of the year. And it's funny to me because people bring up Benefit and I'm like, wasn't that like two years? I don't know. That was really earlier yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. But it just goes to show how much we've done. Yeah. Um, we went into Fountain Square um, Music Festival. Um, you know, we've done um, Katie Peterson's cause. album release at yeah, Cammy's yeah. Cause. We just finished up with. Which Cammy's Cause is fantastic. It is. Love it. it it's is. been around for what? years now. Uh, couldn't go to a better, better event. What Jared Heiner and those guys do is just unbelievable. Yeah. And I, it's, I, I was brought in as Shine. And I was lucky to be kept on even a spark joy, and it's an yeah. honor to be a part of it. I get to work with the marketing team. I get to work with um, orchestrating the music and the stages, and I got to run the acoustic stages here with Nick Wingler again. And um, It was just such an amazing experience, and everything Jared does for the last 13 years in running that organization, running that festival, and helping people uh, whose families suffer with 4P, I, I could not be prouder just to right. have my name even somewhat associated with it. So um, We did Katie Peterson's album release at the mm-hmm. Arts Garden, which was yep. an amazing experience. It took her two years to get that album done and to be a part of that for all two years and to actually I was actually lucky enough to be able to open um, with uh, Brittany Kaspersik and uh, we had a great time it was an amazing the arts garden is gorgeous especially at yeah. sunset and uh, it was such an amazing powerful event to be a part of you know Moxie's uh, album release at uh, yep. Hi-Fi this year 
<laughs> of course, we had the Independence Day with Ludacris and AWOL Nation. And I was yeah. able to put locals opening for both of those bands in a two-day festival. And it rained, and we had to move the whole thing inside. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I'm, I've been busy. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I tell you, I, I moved here in 2006, I believe. Yeah, 2006, still in Navy. And, and, and I love... I love beer, I love music, and I love sports. <laughs> and and living here for that short school. amount of time, I met some great people. Obviously, you know, we don't just talk about them because of in the end tune, but we love Darren Snyder. And love Darren Snyder. Well, and, and, and I wouldn't say love. No, I, I love the guy. I do. I love the guy. But uh, to me, the guys I always, you know, for loving the, for has done so much for the community and local music scene. Bang Cannon and Darren Snyder always come up, and, and those, you're the guys I know, and you guys I always see out there, and it's amazing what you guys do for Thank the you. local community and for the, the music scene. It is just phenomenal, but you give back to the community. I mean, that's what's cool, and, and, and I think what you're doing now, I to me, it makes more even more sense because of you bring in bigger things to support yeah. more local stuff and it makes sense I mean, well, that's, that's you can push more local stuff you want to break down those those um, those barriers yeah. you, you see a lot of generational gap especially between like up and coming younger artists right. that are maybe under 18 and the artists that are 21 and over and playing the bars the goal there is you got to break down the generational gaps so the younger artists can see what the older ones are doing they can learn from them and then vice versa I want the guys that I work with that I put them on tour to see the 17 year old that plays guitar better than they ever will right because they're going to go, okay, I need to go back and study more. <laughs> you know? yeah. I, but it's healthy competition. You want those barriers broken down. You can't have segregation. You can't have you know, uh, all-ages venues separated from bars. So on and so forth. You right. have to find a way to kind of mesh that together. And that's something that not just me, but the people that I get to work with, my interns, everybody, we try really hard to find ways to bring that all together and make everybody aware of what's going on and find a way to communicate. You know, and that was kind of the goal of Sparkjoy was to how do we push those boundaries, you know, right. even more. You you look at Darren Snyder and you know, I tip my hat to that man because I wouldn't do what I do if it wasn't somebody like him who said there's something here. He's like I'm it's here. He's like, I know it's here, you just gotta fish through it all and figure it out and find a right. way to pull it together and that was kinda of where I was like, Okay, I'll do it. But Darren's done it for ten years and he celebrated his tenth year anniversary this year in April. Um, he won a Trailblazer Award, which he deserves Absolutely, hands <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's an amazing man. I mean, he, he donates all of his time to local radio, 24-7 streaming, local music, podcasting. Doesn't make a dime on it, but he loves what he does, and he loves the people in this city. And to me, that's an inspiration. He's, he's a mentor to me, and you know, I, I love working with him. I love doing everything that we get to do, but I love what's coming up in the future and the things that him and I are working right. on to continually try to just challenge people and see what we can't get them to do inspire them in some way well let's be honest darren actually has assistants now to help him with it he's got what three assistants now they don't talk much and uh assistants yeah assistants the mannequins yes (laughs) (laughs) beautiful suit of armor and a (laughs) (laughs) no that's darren cowboy oh he's in every mannequin outfit okay i get it now Oh, that was mean. (laughs) (laughs) But funny. (laughs) What's the best way to make it through a long work week? Take a midweek break and join the fun every Wednesday night at Allie's Ale House and Fishes for Nico's Open Stage. Want to share your talent in front of a live audience? Whether it's breaking in some new material or jamming out to some favorites, Nico's Open Stage is the place to go for it. There's never a cover charge, and walk-ins are always welcome. Each week brings a featured artist, 
and drink specials from Jack Daniels. Check out Nico's Open Stage on Facebook for more details. And come join the fun every Wednesday night at Allie's Ale House, home of the boys of Blind Pig Confessions. Hi, this is Kelly from 18th Street Brewery, and you are listening to Blind Pig Confessions. This is Robert Ralph Federson, and you're listening to Blind Pig Confessions. The bear eats the dude. <laughs> Just talking about the incredible local music, Michigan beer's been around for much longer. They, they were kind of the grandfathers around this or Midwest of that local brew scene, but now Indianapolis, which you're representing now, you're seeing the explosion of oh, that yeah. of that great local scene and, oh, and yeah. local beers yeah. and it's great that like I said you don't just you don't just push New Holland you love New Holland mm-hmm. obviously that's why you're working there because oh, they yeah. great beer but yeah. you go out and taste other beers and mm-hmm. you like some of the indie beers yeah and is, is there an indie beer recently you have like wow that's that's some that's some really good stuff in Indianapolis yes like I said before I really like Central State mm-hmm. um, they're doing a lot of really kind of unique beer Belgian style beers, Brett based beers that, um, you know, like we talked about, IPAs are so, you know, like people love IPAs so much and it's like, you know, should try something different. Try something, you know, maybe from Central State, you know, you're going to have something. Right. It's, it's very, very different than what, you know, the, the norm is. And, um, and like I said, Black Acre is great and Sun King is great. They're huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. So. I mean, Sun King just yeah. got, got a niche in the town. Mm-hmm. But New Holland, yeah. you actually have some new stuff that no one's, mm-hmm. not many people have had. You got one on the table, I don't yeah. think. Uh oh. You guys tried had. it? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I've been waiting. You've been waiting. <laughs> so I have. this is the. This I is keep the, smelling um, like, I want to do this. So this is a. We do um, quarterly, we do a Dragon's Milk Reserve. So we, we do. Dragon's milk with a special ingredient in it. So this is the dragon's milk with raspberry and lemon zest, and fresh Michigan raspberries and a little bit of lemon zest in there. And I mean, the aroma is beautiful. It's just a little sweet, very naturally, naturally sweet. It's not too crazy intense. It's nice and subtle. That raspberry really comes out. Yeah. Yep. Especially as it gets warmer. Mm-hmm. It smells rich and fruity like Ben Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Good oh, evening. Wait, rich and fruity. I mean, he, he's doing this uh, the show for free, so not very rich, but uh, very fruity. Yes, I get a huge, huge blackberry. Yes, I, I'm not, yep. raspberry. Yeah, I'm, raspberry. Get, I'm getting a whole lot of raspberry out of that. Yeah, um, a lot of lemony floralness mm-hmm. yep. out of it. Uh, yeah. But you. But that's the thing. You taste it, but it's not overpowering. Yeah. By no, no, it's no, no, no. so balanced, and it just it, mm-hmm. when I when you first said you know raspberry and lemon, yeah. I was like, I in a stout wasn't quite sure, but I'll tell you what, this is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, no, it makes sense. There's nothing better than a good dark chocolate and some raspberries. Yeah, or yeah it just works. You know, man. you get that, and you throw it in a beer, make it work. Perfect. It's yeah. the uh, aroma I can't get over though. The aroma is, is fascinates yeah. me because yeah. it smells so damn good. Yep. It, it smells, tastes good too. Yeah. But yep. I mean, it smells fruity. It smells chocolatey. But mm-hmm. then when you have it, I mean, it it pairs right, obviously translucent to the to the taste, but it doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, the smell yeah. does not do it justice yeah. whatsoever. 
Well, in the um, like I said, we release the variants quarterly. So um, we've done a coffee chocolate. We've done <clears throat> a vanilla chai. We've done regular raspberries. We've done toasted chilies. So um, you know, we do we do a lot of different variants, but they're all extreme. They're all really subtle. That's what I like about them. They're not you know like overpowering. Not you know. I mean, dragon milk is already. And it's not, it's Amazing. Not, so <laughs> but what you're getting at is yeah. it's not the same every year. So no, every every it's, winter it's, it's not the different. same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're we're doing one um, in a couple of months that we're actually aging in rum barrels and we're putting coconut in it. Oh yeah. So that's gonna be a different one. Oh wow. Yeah. So everybody but Jordan was excited. <laughs> yeah, I know people either love or hate coconut. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So it's. I love our reserves because, you know, it kind of keeps you guessing as to what we're going to do. And, you know, sometimes we will do the same one um, two times in a row. Sometimes we'll do different ones. So. I have What's really, really thoroughly enjoyed the, the chai. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was great. Oh, I love it. And I, <laughs> this may just beat it out. Really? I think wow. this is amazing. I love, yeah, the raspberry lemon. At first I was like, well, I'm not sure. That might be kind of strange, but... It, yeah, it they, they out, never disappoint. No, 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 and they don't. <laughs> it turned out very well. Yep. I, I think I like that chai, that chai one a little bit better. Uh, I'm a huge chai fan. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, yeah, I, too. I love it. It, <laughs> it really comes out in that yep. one. Uh, you get that really all spiciness, mm-hmm. uh, that creaminess out of that one. I don't this eat a lot of sweets and stuff like that, but I do love dark chocolate and, and berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is, just, yeah, I think this is fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll continue to do the the red reserves and the variants. So Please do. Keep, keep an eye out for them. We do limited release, but you know if you look in the right spots, you can always find it. And like like I said earlier, the, the warmer it gets, yeah, the, the flavor changes so much. Before, I mean, that first initial flavor was there's a lot of a lot of bourbon. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of bourbon in. Oh yeah. The longer and longer it sits, mm-hmm. about mid tone, I, I started getting a little. Uh, a lot more of that raspberry flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a lot more of that lemony flavor now. Yes, so definitely. It, it changes yep. a lot. Is it warms? Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. You're right. <laughs> All I taste is rum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, mm. you're not drinking this. Oh. You're, you're drinking rum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apologies. So, Back so that's a good as thing. you were. As you were. <laughs> so, Ben, can we, can we talk a little bit? Let's come up with Spark Joy. Sure. Can we, can we talk about Brandon Wilson? Who? <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Guess not. <laughs> yeah, good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, there's a lot coming up, actually, this fall. Uh, we have a ex- very exciting fall. Uh, we just got back from Mile of Music, uh, where we were, Indianapolis had um, seven total acts up there this year, which is amazing. Uh, Mile of Music has become kind of the South by Southwest on the north side of the United States in Appleton, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Um, it's free. You can just go to it. Um, they bring really? it, yeah. They bring in over 200 artists. They play. There's over 700 sets within four days, and not each artist plays that obviously, but um, each artist plays anywhere from two to three sets a day. Wow. Um, they have everything from acoustic to hip hop to rock and roll to indie rock to singer songwriter, and it floods an entire mile strip in Appleton, Wisconsin, of just venues, vintage stores, parks, and it's just stages everywhere. It's I had busking. No idea that was a free event. That's, yep, that's it's, outrageous. It was the fourth year, and it was one of the big 
biggest years. They put over $4 million back in the economy this year. Um, it's a huge boom for Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, for anyone who knows Appleton back in the day, it was not a very safe or nice area. Right. Uh, it's beautiful now. They've totally rebuilt it. Hotels, venues, it's, it, the owners, uh, the managers, everybody that's there is so proud of it, and they're so into it. And it's um, the volunteers alone that make mild music happen are just some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And uh, we had this year um, Gus Moon. Uh, Viseria, Brother O' Brother, Coup d'Etat, Von Strauss, uh, The Bone Setters, Hero Junior. Um, you know, just name a few. Like, it was just, it was absolutely amazing year. Um, and me and MP Cavalier of the uh, Dude Indie Radio Hour, uh, he joined me this year, and we were up there, and we had an opportunity to go see a lot of bands we didn't know, which is the best part of it, is discovering yeah. the up and comings, the right. bands from other cities. And that's my big thing with Spark Joy leading into this fall is uh, it's not just about what we're doing here, it's about creating Indianapolis as a hub. Uh, right. We need to be more than just what we're doing in the city. We need to know what's going on outside of our city and right. helping artists come into the city, getting our artists out of the city um, so we're not saturating. We're not just you know playing the same venues and right. the same bars and the same lineups every weekend, but getting on the road, coming back, having that economic demand where it's like, I haven't seen you in three months. I'm going to your show when you play the Hi-Fi or Radio right. Radio or right. you know the Vogue because we miss you. You, know? you need that. That creates, again, a healthy scene. Uh, so this fall, it's very exciting. We have um, Josh Kaufman, who just signed on with Sparchoy, and uh, he won The Voice uh, oh, back wow. in 2006. Nice. Um, and he actually worked with me when he was in the New Etiquette prior to that. Uh, him, Nathan Gray, um, Ryan, and Ryan Knock and all those guys uh, were in an amazing band called The New Etiquette, put out one of the best jazz rock albums, however you want to call it, kind of Lenny Kravitz-ish um, a couple years ago. And then he went on to do The Voice, won that. And won that. And did, his, did his stint. <laughs> Well, funny though, he was actually an Ed McMahon when he was in high school. He was on the Star Search thing. He got all the way to like the finals and ended up losing to a girl. Yeah, so he has a history of you know this whole career of singing, and um, he's the nicest guy. He's very humble. You know, he tells you great stories about his experiences. Um, We're very lucky to work with him. We have a show with him at the Hi-Fi. And uh, it's got uh, Estel uh, Norman out of Chicago and Daniel Ellsworth and the Great Lakes out of Nashville. And the idea is we want an indie artist. We also want to bring in some other out-of-town artists and really, you know, um, show indie what else is out there, you know. And then we get to send Kaufman to those other states. So we do show swaps, you know, and it shows Chicago and it shows Nashville what indie has to offer. The idea is we're turning heads. We're getting people that are traveling from, you know, a two, three-hour commute into Indy. Right, exactly. And they're coming into the city to see shows at premier venues like Hi-Fi, White Rabbit. So, right. And that creates, again, economic boom. So it's right. all it all works together. And that's kind of the idea of Spark Toys. We want to keep pushing that. Um, so we, we, we look at things like the Josh Kaufman show on September 24th coming up to the Hi-Fi. Uh, you know, we're going to be... Um, Doing October 14th, we have a lion named Roy out of Louisville uh, with local favorites and Away They Go, uh, who haven't been who haven't played a show in about a year. So we're really excited to have them. Um, and we also have Sam Law, uh, who's going to release a brand new album in October. So we're really excited about that. He puts on an amazing show. Great night of just kind of pop rock, good old, you know, just get down and dirty and right. soul. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have the big Halloween show on October 28th. Where's uh, that? At? 
that'll be at the Hi-Fi, and it's called a Masquerade Halloween. And what we do is we don't ask you to dress up for the show. A lot of places are like, oh, it's a Halloween contest. Show up in your favorite costume. <laughs> and you get like a third of the people that show up in costumes, right? right. So right. I'm eliminating that factor. Don't dress up. Just, just, just come show and up, hang out and And there's going to be two tables with local artists in blank masks and stuff, and you can show up. They're free, and you decorate them when you show up. So you don't have to bring anything. <laughs> you decorate your own mask. You draw penises on it or put glitter on it, whatever you want. You wear your mask. You have a big masquerade Halloween. We've got uh, Audiodacity, as oh, everyone knows, is a great dance band. Uh, we have Bobby Maroney Trio, if you don't know them. Freaking amazing. Um, and um, we've got uh, Kyle uh, Megna. And the monsoons out of uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, coming down oh, too. Nice. So it's going to be a great night of just. Cool. Huh? You know what's going to happen? Glitter right up your alley. Oh, I love it! I love it. Actually, the T-shirt I have underneath this is yeah. just penis and glitter. What's up? You know what's going to happen? <laughs> not, not you said. Not you said. Nobody show up in costume. Everybody's going to be there. In yeah, costume. well, <laughs> that's okay too. I still win. <laughs> <laughs> the earlier argument is only a third of people show up to those things in costume. So, <laughs> no, it's a creative way to get people just like, look, we don't have to do anything. We just show up to have a good time right. and hang out with my friends. And cool, they have a table set up so we can decorate masks and you know have a good time. So and great music. Yeah, amazing music. So. And it's, a, and a, yeah. Phenomenal um, place to listen to music. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh, we do have the Brandon Wilson album release coming up, and it was just solidified. It'll be at Thirsty Scholar, which is at 16th oh, and yeah, Penn downtown. Yeah. Uh, Kevin does an amazing job, one of the owners there. Uh, really great cool craft place. beer, yeah, great yeah. craft beer lineup, great yeah. wine, coffee. Uh, uh, so we'll be releasing the, sh- uh, the album there this year on October 7th, cool. which is a Friday. And there's more details that are going to come out about that. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say everything just yet, so I'm going to hold off. But okay. he's got just an amazing night planned. It's going to be very interactive. It's not just going to be a show you go sit and watch. It's going to be a show you're actually a part of. And that's the whole thing. It's engagement. You know, It's really right. getting people excited about it. And then um, I have interns. Um, the big part of SparkJoy was... Time out. Wait, whoa, whoa. How the fuck do you get interns? So the big part of SparkJoy was to... <laughs> was to actually uh, help kids that are actually in college and stuff learn how to run a small business, how to be a part of the music industry, but also learn about marketing, learn how to uh, be a part of uh, putting together events, so on and so forth, be a part of the community. Um, So we have interns this year, and I think it was one of the best things I ever came up with was taking what the Shine model was, expanding it, and then bringing in students that wanted to learn and helping them achieve that. So uh, in December 2nd, I can't tell you the lineup yet, but my interns will be doing their graduation show. So they work with me all summer, and they get to put on their very own show. They pick their lineup. They put, oh, that's cool. They pick their venue. They learn how to market it. They do everything. It's just their show, one night only. That's and awesome. then they graduate, and then I'm going to make them uh, interview the incoming interns so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought it was a great way for the whoever's that's coming cool. in no, to get a real quick crash, yeah. crash course on what to expect and what it's like to be a part of this. And that's so very cool. So we need to talk after the show. Yeah, sure. More about the interns. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a lot of great stuff coming up this year. You know, and we in the SparkJoy not only our events, but we're also a part of other people's events, and that's really important to me. Is we do have SparkJoy presents, but we also are doing other things. Like we're doing um, uh, September 16th, we do the uh, sweatpants and trucker hat pre-party. 
which is in its 13th year. Oh, that's a pre-party, okay. And David Johnson <laughs> and uh, Jen Morrow are really good friends of mine. But we have Andy Suzuki and The Method. We have J.D. Escher and The Midnights, and we have Von Strauss. And then uh, Saturday is the private event, which is the sweatpants trucker hat party. You have to wear elastic waist sweatpants, and you have to wear straight build trucker hats. <laughs> and it's a blast. We do a big pig roast. It's a big party outside. But we get to be a part of things like that. Nick Wingler is actually going to be running sound for that. Oh, so, nice. So we're not, we do our events, but we also try to support other people. People's uh, events as well, right. and what they're trying to do. So there, there, yeah, there's a lot going on. We're really excited about it, and you know, 2017 is already starting to shape up. So I'm excited. So I'm, I'm glad you brought up MB Kevin because he's another guy that does. So he's much amazing for, for yeah. the local He's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And Holly, you, you kind of sparked up when he said uh, sweatpants and. Yeah, that's like my daily uniform. She's like, I can go to that one. Oh, good. I'm there. (laughs) You're more than welcome to join us. Don't tell my bosses. (laughs) Hi, this is Mel from Alley's Ale House. Come check us out for the best local and craft beer selection in Hamilton County and the most amazing craft food on the north side. We've always got something going on, whether it be poker, euchre, live music, or DJ bingo. You can check us out on Facebook or on our website, bulletpinheads.com I'm Busey This is Chelly from Dos Ringos You're listening to Blind Pig Confession Woo! So what what got you into I was You're a musician yourself, we even oh, talked about that That's true But you're a musician yourself, I mean is that why, why the love, why push what you do Why do you do what you do Um, when I Let's see, I, it would have been About 2007 Um I had hit a wall. I had finished college. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't really have any ties to anything. And um, I, to be honest with you, like, <laughs> it's kind of a downer. I went through a relationship that just it ended. It didn't end from a bad thing. It just ended because it ended. It had to. And um, Darren they, stepped in and touched yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show me on the doll where he touched you. Um, but no, he. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't one of those things where like one thing had happened or somebody cheated on somebody or somebody was mad. It just, it had to end because there was an opportunity for her and I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, man, this girl like set opportunities for herself. She, she had laid all this groundwork and things were happening and I'm, you know, a year older than her and I have nothing that I'm looking forward to. There's nothing coming my way. So I was excited for her, but I was sad for me. So I went down to uh, Wilmington Island just outside of Savannah, Georgia, and before the big popular area, which is Tybee Island. A lot of tourists go there, I guess. Um, And I lived on uh, Wilmington Island for a while, and I just kind of got back to basics. I got rid of my computer, got rid of my phone, got rid of my car, just walked everywhere and had a flip phone, and that was it. I drank coffee at some Asian dude's coffee house on the beach every day. Yeah, flip balloon three years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, three years ago. Yeah, You're not good at math. <laughs> You're really not good at math. <laughs> no, I did, but I, it was nice to get back to basics, and it really kind of, I don't know, it centered me on a certain level, and it just was one of those things where I decided I, whatever I did, I wanted to be able to help create and build and give back. I didn't want it to be a thing where I just expected things to be handed to me. I didn't want to work inside four walls in a day job like all the time. I just I wanted to be out there. I wanted to actually experience life on a certain level, and um, you know, starting Shine was an opportunity to do that. I started it with uh, To Write Love in Our Arms, uh, which is an amazing organization and a wonderful story if you don't know it. Um, to Write Love in Our Arms.com. 
uh, please check it out. You can follow them on social media and stuff, but it fights against um, uh, suicide and depression for teenagers and stuff and raises awareness, and they do uh, tents and booths at concerts, and uh, they're a big part of the Vans Warp Tour for many, many years. Oh, oh, uh, awesome. yeah, they were yeah. a huge launching pad for Amberlin, uh, which is one of, one of my favorite bands. Um, so just a great organization, an amazing story, very heart-wrenching. Uh, there's a great book out there, too, about her story and her struggle and um, how it kind of all came about. But I, I was I, the first Shine show I ever did was at Ale Emporium, and we did it as a street team for To Write Love in Our Arms to raise money for a call center here in Indianapolis. And it was exhausting. I was so tired, dude. Like, we did every Thursday. I did four bands every Thursday. All the proceeds, the T-shirts, everything that I spent my own money on went straight to the organization, and I did it for three months. And I remember getting to the final night and just being like, I cannot wait for this to be over. And the crazy thing was is we packed out the final night. Like, every other Thursday was kind of good, and we had some really bad ones and stuff. That final night, everybody came out in droves who had kind of come out through the whole summer, and they supported it. And I sat there, and I remember being at the back of the patio going, okay, this is fucking worth it. Every every exhausting minute of this was absolutely worth it. And I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And everything from uh, me and Jamie Jackson of Shine Indie uh, doing uh, shows at the Vogue. You know, we're right. doing the album release yeah. parties. We did a release fest two years, and we were putting all local lineups in the Vogue, no nationals, no regionals, right. and packing the place. And out, and locals were releasing their albums. We're standing up there on those little uh, uh, balcony areas going, this is freaking amazing. Right. But you see, and we've seen for years, you see these guys you know, at the bars high-fiving each other and you see friends hugging each other and you see people meeting for the first time. You see art vendors and, and merchandise people, you know, making new friends. And you see artists, musicians in the crowd watching their buddies on stage going, right. I want to do that. And you can step back and go, okay, I, I helped do this. Like, this is important. Right. This is making a difference. And that's the cool part is, like, when we shut down Shine, respectively, it wasn't boo or bullshit or blah, blah, blah. It was an entire thread of people talking about my first shine show or I remember when I was a shine artist or I yeah. like it was just an onpour of stories and history and all the things we've done over the years and right. to me that was everything that was culture yeah. that was the reason I was a part of the community and it was the most important aspect of it and I said okay spark joy has to happen they can't stop here it has to go exactly. forward yeah but to be able to be a part of that in any any way at all is an absolute honor and I just love the city to death so that's why I do it Jamie Jackson, another great one. That yeah, he's that amazing. But he does at Sam Ash. And, he, yeah. he plays for every band in the in the city. <laughs> he's the only drummer we have. <laughs> he is. Yeah, but actually, he, but he's incredible. And Cameron he, Lockwood he of Coup d'Etat is Jamie Jackson. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's crazy. It's Who crazy. needs a drummer tonight? <laughs> oh, I'll be. It. It's more like Oprah. It's like you get a drummer and you get a drummer and you get a drummer. <laughs> but it's all Jamie Jackson. <laughs> well, uh, that's the truth. If Jamie's not playing, he's in the audience. I mean, he's, it's true. he's, he's there amazing. to support every band yeah. out there. And he's, well, the, that whole crew, though. Guy. I mean, if you look at Ryan Gibbons, same thing. If you look at you know Memphis, yeah. um, Drake, and all the people there oh, at St. Mash, they're yeah. not just working in a music store. They're working they're out in a there mu- with the crowd. They're, they're in a community. Yeah, they're a part of it. They're teaching music. They're a part of music. They're educating. They're inspiring. And to me, that you know, it's just a small portion of what it is we all do together to make this all kind of work. And you've seen it grow. I know yeah. you've seen it grow. I'm not sure if you've seen it grow, but no, <laughs> no. not lately. Look yeah. at that dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but it Where's has. The pie? I mean, since 2008 to where it is now, it's amazing what's going on in this city and 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 and, the, and how local music has been taken way more seriously. You see the growth of venues. You see the growth of festivals. Um, you see local to local. You see. Um, 
breweries coming in and wanting to support big events and shows. Right. You're seeing artists right. playing breweries. I right. mean, everything yeah. from Found yeah. Square Brewery to Beer yeah. Brewery, uh, Daredevil. Everybody has local music. You know, it's 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 becoming a thing. It's intoxicating. And the nice thing is, is if we keep this going, it all it's doing is helping everybody involved. You, you have know? to. And I, I've talked to this with Darren Snyder. I'm, Probably a hundred times about this is a cross. It's it's the crossroads of America. It's Indianapolis. It is a crossroads, and there's amazing musicians here, and there's amazing breweries here, and there's so much cool stuff here. And a lot of musicians start to get known, and they leave. And it's like, how do we get these guys to stay here? Yeah, you know, because they should be. Everybody should be talking about what do you do when you go to Indianapolis? There, there's so many great music venues to go to, and there's so much to do here. You gotta get people to keep coming the, the in. Prob- and I, I feel like the problem is a lot of people feel like here in Indy, well, I need to grow. And Indy, e- Indy even said this. Well, Indian, sorry. They said, well, to grow, we need to play other places. Absolutely. Right. So, so they go outside, and then someone says, "You're really good. I'm gonna pick you up." Yeah. But well, that, and that's what happens. But that's I mean, our. But that's our job as Sparta. It's our job as MOKB. It's our job as Live Nation, if you will. But um, I mean. It, it, and even the other ones uh, like Dahlia Presents uh, RJ Wall does an amazing job like I, I don't I, don't get me wrong I love my indie artists to death like I would do anything for Coup d'etat and, right. and all the guys and Bobby Maroney and all and Audio Dacia and Viserius and all that stuff but no I want them to fucking leave and they need to go. They can only play the same city in the same venues, like I said earlier, so many times. We need them to go and play shows, come back, and maybe play a show locally every two to three months. But what we need more of is the other artists out of their cities coming in that are the Viserias, that are coming the... In. Right, Yeah, exactly. and people right. going out in our city going, okay, those guys are amazing. I didn't right. know they were from my hometown. Or I'm visiting, and I, you know, I didn't know they were from my hometown. Or, you know, that's a local act. Holy crap. But then you get two right. other acts. Like, you want that cultural experience. Exactly. Because if, if I'm going to Detroit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up Magazine. Who's playing in Detroit the week? If I go to Seattle, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to pick up The Stranger. Right. Who's playing out Who's playing out in Seattle? Right. Oh, sh- oh, awesome. We need that here, too, in Indy. Yeah. People know when they're going to the crossroads, you know, what, what bands are playing in Indy this week. And we need that here. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just local stuff. But we need that. We need that feel when people know, hey, they're going to Indy. Where, who are we going to see this weekend? We're going to Indy. Right. Or just the brilliant idea of just going out and going. I, I mean, Darren and I talk about it all the time where you would just look at a, a, a newspaper. Or you'd just be like, let's just go to a venue. Let's just go see what's going on. And there's just live music going on. The best way to discover new music, because you have Pandora, Spotify, all these streaming stations. Apple has a streaming station. Everything is so saturated. There's so many areas to get music from, from all over the world. You can upload an acoustic, a song onto your voice memo and put it on SoundCloud right now if you right. wanted to. You can get music from anywhere. You can make music anywhere. The best way to discover new music, go to a show. See it live. Experience it for the first time. And you see this happening at all these venues. You see Thirsty Scholar getting ready to do a songwriter contest that's just a guitarist and their vocals and three chords. And guess what? Anybody that passes through that great venue and that great staff and they go have some great craft beer or whatever it may be, throughout the entire fall through the winter on Friday nights is going to see some of the best songwriters in this entire city sitting there pouring their hearts out and, you know, putting on an amazing performance. But then you can go down the road to Fountain Square and see some of the best rock bands. You can see a hip-hop festival like Charisse. You know, you, you see this growth, and it's exciting. I mean, you can't not get excited about it. Whether you like all styles of music or not, it's community. And it's right. people following their passion, and that is contagious. So uh, what I can say is from being in the uh, craft beer scene now for quite a while, with all the new breweries popping up and all the, the craft beer festivals we're going to and everything, there's always, always, always local bands incorporated mm-hmm. into that. Uh, we were at Dig In. 
Dig In had, like, what, two stages? Mm-hmm. I mean, not real stages, but two areas yeah. where, where local bands were playing. Um, and they had good crowds. Uh, the Robert yeah. Wolf band, he had he had a pretty decent crowd out there for him. Absolutely. Um, and he's a big supporter of our show. Uh, I know that we're going to be at Brewfest probably before this airs. Right. And there's local bands playing there Absolutely. as well. Yeah. So, you know, this whole craft beer movement and along with the local bands, is, yeah. it's all encompassing. It's all a whole, as a collective, local entertainment kind of as a whole. I mean, everything just kind of intertwines out there. It's engagement. Yes. We're the 14th yeah. largest city in the United States. We have plenty of fucking people here. Yeah, We're exactly. just lacking engagement. Right. And people want to be right. engaged. They want to be entertained. They want a reason to go out. We're not in 2008 anymore. We're not, you know, it's not the scare of I'm not going to be able to retire as much as it was at that, at that point in time. But people want to get back out. They want to go see things. You have music in the park at every goddamn town in Indianapolis. Right. But... They do a lot of cover bands sometimes. Well, I saw Shelbyville this year say, yeah, we're going to have a few cover bands, but we want some original music too. And you saw you know, the great Charlie Ballantyne go out there with his trio and play a night of jazz for two hours right. at a park and things like that. Like mm-hmm. That's the thing is people are becoming inspired. Breweries inspired each other. Back in 2010, I think you guys were under 70 breweries in Indiana, yeah. and now you're well over 100 easily. I mean, that's because people saw, okay, there's a market for this. This is healthy competition. And like and like our friend here said earlier, it's not like she's on the road with other sales reps going, oh, God, they were here before me. No, they're high-fiving each other. They're having a good time. Right. They're telling each other stories. That's good. That's exciting. That means our economy is going in the right direction. Right. So this is the time to hone that. This is the time to get involved. This is the time to go out to shows, get an Eventbrite app. You know, get involved with Nouveau. Cat Copeland's doing a great job, you know, getting that magazine going in the right direction. You know, follow Indian Tune, follow Radio Free Indie, follow Sport jo- Spark Joy if you want. Find out what shows are going on. You know, find, you know, MLKB does a wonderful job. Do three one seven has a great website that tells you all the events going on in the city every week, and you can go on there and buy your tickets. You can go on there and find directions. Like, there is no reason for people to be like, well, "There's nothing going on. Exactly. I don't know where to eat. I'm so bored. Right. There's no live entertainment." I'm, are you kidding me? That's what, and you know, in our show, if you ever listen to our show, we go out to a brewery because we do go on site to many, many breweries. One of the big questions we ask is, what do you have going on? Do you guys, what kind of events do you have? Do you guys have live music? What nights is your live music? Do you know what your lineup is? We ask all those questions every time we go to a brewery. Right. So when people are listening to our show, they're not just hearing about the brewery. They're not just hearing about the beer. They're also hearing about what else local are you encompassing in that? Right. Are you bringing out local talent? Are you, so when people listen to our show, they're hearing that information too. Right. We, We kind of. We do the same thing. We want everybody to, to do the local thing. You know, the local scene is where we stay. We drink local. We eat local. Yeah. Um, or micro, I should say, because, you know, obviously we do drink New Holland, and we drink a lot of other beers from Michigan right. and some of the surrounding. But that to me, that's still a local beer because it's within our region. Well, and again, just well, like music, like we were talking about, like you have local artists, but they need to get out. Well, our local yeah. beers need to get out, too. And, right. and the beers on the outside and neighboring, yeah. they need to get in. And that, and that creates, again, good economic push. Like, we need New Holland in this city because, one, it's great freaking beer from what everybody tells me. But at the same time, good people, and they want to be a part of our events, that's good. We want them a part of our events because if yeah, people yeah. like the beer and they go to the events because they're like, well, New Holland's going to be there. Oh, and Audacity's playing? When? Like, you yeah. want that. You Local's know? You, not just uh, local, just only drink and, and listen to music from Fishers. No, no that, that's not to, what we I mean. That's what I was trying to say. I know. Yeah. I want you to drink New Holland. And it, when you go to New Holland, I want I want New Holland to know, hey, there's other good beers from the Amplis up in New Holland yeah. and, and New, or Holland, Michigan. I mean, that's that's how you keep – but we want more of that and less of the big industrialized commercial right. dragons because yeah. there's there's so much good stuff that you don't need to go to those. And, and there's better stuff. 
I mean, there, there's there's better local breweries. I mean, it's it's in your it's in your home. It's it's it, right it, there. And it's not where you expect it. I mean, there's there's places all around Indy where you can go get different beers that I didn't I didn't think I'd get it here, or you know, great music. You know, hell, there's coffee shops here in Indy that you can go get yeah. great music. Absolutely. at. Absolutely. There's coffee shops that you can go get great beer at. I yeah. mean. It, it, it's kind of it, it's really crazy here in India. This the scene is it's ever growing, and I, I don't know how. We gotta to think. You know, New Holland's been around for 19 years, and, and five years ago we might not have known that because no, yeah, it wasn't all over. Now they're they're encompassing that local scene, and they're right. encompassing the the local Holland scene. Bring your beer here too, as well. Yeah. We want we want good beer. Well, it's just like Ben Cannon said earlier. I mean, there. Let's let's get other people from other areas down here, and let's send our people out there. Yeah. Let, let, let's. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's enough going on in this city every yeah. weekend. I mean, yeah. it's almost impossible to keep up with it. People are like, I don't know what to do this weekend. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Are you even trying? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. Like, there's enough going on in the city. There, that's the thing. We become a destination. People travel in to see shows. I did a show Saturday with a uh, Cloud Colt and Viseria at the Hi Fi, and it sold out. And we had people fly in for the show. It wasn't one of your shows, was it? Yeah, it was. Like, you weren't playing, though. No. Yeah, well, I get it now. <laughs> but that's good. You want that stuff. You yeah. you want people flying in and driving in. I, I have yeah. people little little driving just for the sweatpants truck wrap party, like out of yep. Cincy and stuff like that. That's going in the right direction. So if I know. show up without sweatpants, do you got sweatpants I can wear? Yeah. You can wear mm, mine. Nice. Actually, it's actually like a potato bag, Grace. Yeah. We can just have yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited now. Yeah, you are. Sharing. Don't stand up right now. Don't stand up. Cowboy, when you say you're not wearing sweatpants, does that mean you're just going completely commando? It's either I wear sweatpants or nothing at all. <laughs> That's what I figured. Please wear sweatpants. There's a lucky man <laughs> out there somewhere. And the fact that I'm married is... Uh, <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> and, uh, for you, Ben, just a funny story. I, uh, I actually know Ben Jarvis. I worked with him over yeah, at Rico. I love Ben Jarvis. Yeah. His, uh, his dad was my boss for probably about... Good old 10. About, about 10 years now. About eight years that yep. I was there. Eight out of the 15 years I was yep. there. So One yep. of my favorite stories is Tim Jarvis wearing a Shine Indie shirt at a show and rocking out. I, like, my favorite photo of all time. Yeah. I he, actually yeah, used really it as cool a guy. header for a really long time, <laughs> and he actually messaged me. He goes, I'm your header on Facebook. I was like, yeah, you are. Yeah, that's been seven years now. <laughs> But, like, Audiodacity, I mean, Audiodacity was huge for me. They were uh, absolutely the biggest, you know, Vogue show I ever got to do. They were they were almost a foot in the door for me. Well, we did their album release there with uh, Chicago Loud 9 and Party Lines, and we packed that place like nobody's business. And as you, as you know, Brendan, like, it was amazing. But it was an amazing show right. over everything. Uh, right. Rob Dixon played the VIP party. Are right. you kidding me? That's yeah. stupid. Um, but, like, we all had – that was the night that we released our uh, our tracksuits mm-hmm. with our names on the back and stuff. And it became awesome. a viral thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, events like that, you know, they're amazing. And in all events, it doesn't matter. They all have their bumps in the road. That event specifically, um, the VIP party was to be catered. And the restaurant that I had set up, which I won't name them, because it wasn't their fault, but their uh, their freezer went down, their fridge went down, and all the food that had been prepped had been destroyed. And so that morning, I found out of the show. So uh, kindly, uh, Matt Hall of Don Hall's Castle and Grill let me come in and cook all day and prep. <laughs> and I made all the food. I literally got there at six o'clock before the VIP party started at like six thirty-seven. <laughs> laid out trays. I'm in a chef's coat trying to get everything set up, <laughs> change out. We do this huge show, and at the end of the night, I'm just sitting there going. Okay. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? How did that, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I 
But, you know, that's that's the fun stuff, though, is, like, we can look back at that and me and Jamie can laugh. You know, at that moment, it was exhausting, and I couldn't wait to go to bed. But, you know, that's every little bit that we put into this for those local musicians and for that opportunity for them to say that I played the Vogue, yep. you know, or I, I accomplished this. I put out an album or, you know, my mom and my dad got to see me. You know, whatever. Emerson. Yeah. 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 yeah, like that's that's amazing, man. Yeah. Just to be a part of that. You know, Ben Jarvis um, and um, and his wife got engaged at um, Shine Show, uh, which was the Viseria Five Year at Fountain Square Brewery, and it was great because we were a part of it, and they got engaged there, and then Heiner got engaged uh, at. Um, at Independence Fest this year. <laughs> so now Sparkjoy is going to become like the lifening group where we see you from birth to engagement to <laughs> we're just going to run the whole gauntlet of musicians' lives. So, so was that pre or post uh, Ludacris? Oh, uh, that was pre-Ludacris. Ah, good yeah. call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good it – was, it was, it's amazing. It's just amazing to be a part of that. And that's the thing that I love the most is like – they're not just events. They're actually experiences that people right. are walking away going, okay, I'm never going to probably see that again. That was <laughs> awesome. You know, and that, that's that's the whole thing is I don't want people to come to the shows and experience the same show every time. I want oh, there yeah. to be something to it that makes them go, this was worth every second that I put into this time. Right. Well, Ben, tell us where we can find Sparkjoy Music. Yeah. Where, where do we find all the great events coming up? Yeah, uh, you can go to sparkjoymusic.com. has a listing of all of our events. And we have a really cool page on there, thanks to Mary Buck, uh, that actually is a listing of all the artists. It's just a snippet, not everybody. But there's probably close to 100 on the page that you can hyperlink, and you can just click on their names. and or, I'm sorry, click on their names, and the hyperlink takes you to their individual websites. So if you want a crash course on local music and some regionals and stuff that we work with, you can just go to the sparkjoy.com, sparkjoymusic.com, and you can click on tons of artists and just learn about Indianapolis music as fast as possible. Um, right and it's a great little aspect that we have on our website, but it has all of our events on there. Uh, our newsletter, which will start coming out this winter, um, a lot of up other things c- upcoming soon too, and then of course on social media, it's all Sparkjoy Music. So at Sparkjoy Music for Twitter, uh, for Instagram, and then Sparkjoy Music for uh, Facebook. Where, where do you find Blind Pig stuff on your uh, website? Actually, I was going to say we should actually set that up, and especially <laughs> with this podcast, we should put you guys on with the sponsorship. Yeah, absolutely. Side, so, yeah. I was actually a joke, but yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was actually thinking about that. I was like, oh, that would be a really cool idea. So that way, you know, we can cross-market the breweries and stuff, yeah, too. So, yeah, let's do it. I'm in. And, Holly, where do you find everything there is to know about New Holland Brewery, which is one of our favorites? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, newhollandbrew.com. Um, you can track down all of our beers on there. There is a beer finder on there. And you can also learn about uh, more about our spirits. Up on there, and um, if you go to New Holland Brew slash events, you can filter it um, by state, by city. So you know if you're just looking for events in and around Indianapolis, or you know whatever the part part of the state you're in, you can filter it really easily. And I update it weekly, so um, we usually have something at least once a week on there. Awesome, beautiful. Yeah. Ben Cannon, Spark Joy Music. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Holly, New Holland. I can't believe you stuck around this long. Absolute pleasure to have you on. What was that? I, I couldn't believe Ben Cannon lasted this long on the show. <laughs> I'm resilient, How many times have you heard that? <laughs> yeah. Every show. <laughs> Every show. He's still here. <laughs> the bat phone didn't go off. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will go with that. It's very important. <laughs> it was. I read leather-bound books, yes. We thank you guys. We love you guys. Glad to be back. Have you yep. guys back on again. We want to get up to New Holland. 
at some point here. We definitely got to get up there and do it. Get up there. (laughs) We're going to sponsor Spark Joy all weekend. And thank you very much. I appreciate uh, that. Let's push each other and do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks, Thanks, guys. afternoon I'm not gonna call her tonight she's got to make the move it's often enough to stand the fight to stand the fight yeah 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 I still fall asleep too her face in my eyes I can't even dream a body beside me, yeah Beside me, yeah Yeah, 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 yeah Well, I guess I'm not over it I guess I'm not over it It's the addiction that I can't kick our love It's just like, it's like a, a cigarette She asked me if I broke the rules Yeah, she just called to say goodnight I told her, yes, I like the idea It helped me sleep alone at night Stayed up much too late. 